Yemei Chabad for the first day of Iyar, uh, Aleph Iyar. This is in the year Tov Kuf Mem Ches, which is 588, April 15th, 1828, is the day of passing of the great tzaddik, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Vitebsk. Now, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Vitebsk doesn't quite make it into the lineage of the Chabad Rebbe's or not only, I'm not talking about the Chabad Rebbe's uh, even like from the Baal Shem Tov like we know it goes the Baal Shem Tov and after the Baal Shem Tov we have the Magid of Mizrich and then goes the Alter Rebbe but somehow to a certain extent Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Vitebsk he was born in the city of Vitebsk that's why they call him Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Vitebsk and they also uh, call him Rabbi Menachem Mendel Horodok because after the passing of the Magid of Mizrich he moved to Horodok so they call him and eventually moved to Israel we'll see uh, he sort of became temporary the leader of the Hasidim after the passing of the Magid of Mizrich and the Alter Rebbe sort of accepted him as the Rebbe but eventually when he moved to Israel it sort of goes straight the Baal Shem Tov, the Magid of Mizrich and the Alter Rebbe but when he was a young man, Rabbi Nachmendel of Horodok, when he was a young man, or Rabbi Nachmendel of Vitebsk, he was twice by the Baal Shem Tov. So he was able still, he was older, he can be by the Baal Shem Tov. And he was one of the very first students of the Magid of Mezrich. And one of his outstanding qualities was that he was a, a very humble, he was really kept himself very low to a uh, to the furthest extent uh, even though outwardly he sort of behaved in a uh, in a leading way but inside he was totally humble and he was totally uh, low he would always end his um, letters by writing the world the one who is truly low <laughs> as if that was Hashafal Be'emes. That's where he would write, low level. Now, after the passing of the Magid of Mezrich, he settled in the city of Horodok, which is not far from Vitebsk, where he was born. And he became the leader of the Hasidic movement in the countries of Raisin, which is the White Russia, which is like the Ukraine today? What is that again? No. Belarus. That's Belarus. That's Belarus. Okay. Which is Belarus. Up till the year of Tovkuf Lamed Zayin in which he uh, till the year Tovkuf Lamed Zayin. Okay. That, this was in 1777 in which he went up to Eretz Yisrael. That was the group of Hasidim that went up uh, together. And remember the Alter Rebbe initially joined that group and he wanted to go up with them and then finally he was persuaded to stay back and lead the Hasidim that were left over there and uh, he ended up going to um, uh, to Eretz Yisrael they settled in the city of Tzifat, that's where they settled however there was a lot of trouble that they suffered from the Mitnagdim over there from the opponents of the Hasidim 
he moved to the city of Tiberias. Tiberias is right down the hill. If you're in Tzafat, you can see the Kinneret and you can see the Tiberias right on the bottom. So he moved to Tiberias, in which he uh, built a beautiful uh, synagogue. And the people that lived in Tiberias, which were majority were Sephardim, uh, they gave him lots of honor. And um, before he passed away, he told those people that were standing next to him that they should leave the room because he said that there's the presence of the divine over him, that is standing over him. Which village? Haradok. Yeah, but it, it, cha- it was Belarus, and then it's also going to be Ukraine, depending upon the time. Well, the time it was, okay. okay yeah. Uh-huh. So, so God's when, uh, God's presence was over him. He said, he told everybody to leave. He had like a special, um, I guess, um, special revelation that God's presence is always there, but it was present in a more. Uh, I guess external way so that people could not be there and actually after a short while he passed away um, now usually uh, with, with, with holiness and purity he left you know his soul left departed but uh, usually it says that people should not be alone when they pass it's better to but I guess in the presence of the Shekhinah it was different but Rabbi Nacha Mendel that's the source of the Menachem Mendel Okay, so this says there's a rabbi Nachum of Hagam, a disciple of the Baal Shem Tov. That's it. Okay. He went twice to. He was eventually the grandfather of Nachum Mendel of Breslov. Rabbi Nachum Mendel Haradok. His um, um, he's actually um, resting places in Tiberias over there, at the edge of the Kinneret. Uh, when you go there, you can see um, the uh, resting place and. He says, the Rebbe once said that uh, with regards to at a, at a gathering, the Lubavitcher Rebbe said that uh, he was a leader, sort of. He conducted himself with leadership and he had a special connection to Hasidus Chabad uh, because he was the leader in the area of Raisin that we said before, Belarus or, or um, and he also, um, he also was a great genius. He was a great scholar. Um, they were trying to uh, meet with the Goen of Vilna, with the Vilna Goen, to try to make peace and try to convince him. So who went? The Alter Rebbe. And he took along together with him, or I don't know who took along, but he went along together with Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Haradak because he too was a great genius and a great scholar. So they were trying to... I mean, eventually, fortunately, he didn't even want to meet with them. So, um, the um, Rebbe said that his previous, the previous Rebbe related that there was a certain period of time that the Alta Rebbe would travel to Rabbi Menachem Mendel Haradok like a Chosid goes to a Rebbe, so that the Alta Rebbe accepted Rabbi Mendel Haradok as... Um, as a Rebbe, so if it was the Alter Rebbe's Rebbe, so there is a connection to Chabad too, besides the fact eventually it split and it's interesting that we have a collection of letters in the Tanya, uh, those are letters that the Alter Rebbe wrote and one 
letter which the Alter Rebbe wrote to comfort the people in Israel after the passing of Rabbi Menachem Mendel Haradok, after he passed away. Uh, and the Alter Rebbe actually wrote an explanation to that letter, which is the only letter he wrote an explanation to. So you see how the um, Reb, Rebbe uh, cherished uh, the Rabbi Mendel Haradok. And at another occasion, the Rebbe said that uh, during the first period after the passing of the Magid, Rabbi Nachman Mendel of Haradok, he replaced, he was the leader until the time that he moved to Israel. At that point, the Alter Rebbe became the leader. And um, the Alter Rebbe, when initially he wrote that when they wanted him to become Rebbe, he said that the uh, uh, leadership belongs to Rabbi Nachman Mendel. He didn't want to initially. I mean, eventually, once he moved to Israel, that is when the Alter Rebbe took place. And as we've spoken many times, today, people run for office, run for leadership, everybody is trying to be a big macher, as they say. But the real leaders don't run after that. They run from it, because they recognize what the responsibility is. That's right. So they took, they take the responsibility almost reluctantly, because like you said, somebody has to take it, and that, that, that's their mission that they have to do. Especially we know about the Baal Shem Tov also, there's a lot of letters how he was forced to be revealed, because the Baal Shem Tov wanted to remain in obscurity, nobody should know about him, and he was forced basically by his teacher to uh, reveal himself. So, I'm saying this is, but this is just another example in these cases that uh, whatever the... Um, uh, destiny Hashem has and he wants his leaders to be but it just shows how much those who run for leadership or those who run for honor are probably not fit <laughs> to, well, to be saying yeah? yesterday there was there's a thing on the history channel it was a series of four programs about the titans of America mm. and they're talking about the turn of the century there were three people that ran the American economy it was J.P. Morgan there was um, Carnegie and J.D. Rockefeller they, those three controlled in today's equivalent of a trillion dollars that they have. So when when Carnegie sold out to, um, to to J.P. Morgan to create U.S. Steel, right. it was the first billion dollars.